Welcome back to the Everybody Hates You podcast, episode 205, Hip Hop in the List. Billboard dropped their top 50 greatest rapper list, and surprisingly, I'm not that mad at it. Let's discuss. Take the dive. First off, no way Nicki Minaj is top 10. All right, that monsterverse has carried her for nearly a decade now. Sorry. Her rhyme schemes are basic, and she can't go a verse without calling someone her son. I think it's been longer than a decade. 50 Cent should have been top 10. All right, his reign was crazy, and he still drops bops with the theme music for the uh, Power Universe shows. Those are the shows where I, I have to watch the, the opening credits. That's the only shows. I never hit the skip button. Drake in the top 10 I can live with, but I don't think he's top 5. Drake is the only black rapper I know to get away with not talking about social issues. He's also the rapper that made it cool to have a ghostwriter. I could even let some of that slide, all right? Not really. But he doesn't push the genre forward, which is surprising with all of his accolades. You could argue Kanye West created the lane that Drake occupies, especially with the 808s and Heartbreak, which is an example of pushing the genre forward. That album was followed by uh, his debut album, um, Thank Me Later. And Drake has only latched on to what's popular in recent years. Nothing he's done has been innovative or thought-provoking. But, hey, if empty calories are your thing, how is Kanye 11 on this list and Drake is 8? They should definitely be swapped. That, that, that's cat. Kanye may be yay now, but a lot of these rappers in this top 10 can't touch his catalog, no matter how many rappers and producers he had on those albums. Kanye is smoking that whole top 10 in the verses, which brings me to Andre 3000 at 12. It irks me. Sorry, if Three Stacks is on this list, Big Boy needs to be on this list. I love Three Stacks, but he's never dropped a solo rap album. It's disrespectful of Big Boy and all the other rappers who have contributed numerous solo efforts. That I Choose You verse will forever be fire. But we need to stop it. Other than that, I think I'm okay with this list. I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay, okay. Rounding out the top five, Eminem, Tupac, Nas, Kendrick Lamar, and Jay-Z. Yeah. Kendrick drops another album. I'm okay with putting him ahead of, of Jay. Yeah. Kendrick is a complete artist, down to the music and lyrics from the music videos to his concerts. None of these guys are doing this on a level he is artistically or intellectually. Plus, there was like a decade where Jay was recycling old big verses. <laughs> But he also rapped a four-minute verse closing out the Grammys, and that's GOAT behavior. Yeah, I stand for Kendrick Lamar sometimes, and I'm not that big of a Kendrick fan. An unpopular opinion is Big shouldn't be on the top ten. If Charlamagne could say Drake and Kendrick need more time in the game after a decade plus, Big can't rock top ten. Charlamagne literally said, I feel like it's too early for Drake and Kendrick to be saying stuff like that. Eight Drake. Oh, yeah. Gotta like give Drake. You gotta so put Drake early. in that top ten, man. You gotta put Drake. Like put, for Drake and Kendrick to be saying stuff like nah, that. You can't. So. I hate his take on music <laughs> almost as much as I hate his take on politics. So some would argue no big than no pot. I agree, though I'm urged to disagree because I hate how their stories are interlinked because of their beef and untimely deaths. Uh, let me explain. The narrative of the Big and Tupac story is annoying, all right? Big's debut album, Ready to Die, dropped in 94, though his first single, Party and Bullshit, dropped in 93, I believe. He was tragically murdered in 97. He had two albums, one being a double album that was released after his death. This is after Pac dropped his fourth studio album, the double album, All Eyes on Me, a year prior. Now, people try to say Pac was hating on Big and was wrong for his accusations regarding Big and Bad Boy having something to do with the quad shooting. But Pac was sunning big. He didn't see them as equals, clearly. Pac's debut album was Tupacalypse, which dropped in 91. In 92, he did Juice. In 93, he did Poetic Justice with Janet Jackson. They looked up to him. 
He had already had hits. Brenda's got a baby. Keep your head up. I get around. Dear mama. So many tears. Everyone talks about death row when that was only a year of a five-year career. He was only on death row for a year before he was murdered. Then you notice everyone that's successful in hip-hop today were literally living in, in Pac's shadow back then. I'm sorry. So they talk about his one year at death row and try to erase his other albums before that. We hardly talk about the other 80% of his career unless we're talking about Juice. The narrative surrounding Pac is always the one year he was on death row. They barely talk about the direct connection to the Black Panthers through his mother, Afini Shakur. There's so much history there. It, it, it has to eat these guys up that they still live in this guy's shadow and he's dead. I'm sorry. I think that's why Nori can't get through a Drink Champs episode without asking a guest if they have a Tupac story. Uh, it's the same reason why there's multiple YouTube channels eating off stories about Pac right now. Literally right now. I watch them. I'm subscribed. Uh, these guys were and still are enamored by him, and they hate living in the shadow of someone that's been dead longer than they were alive. I would hate it too. Just like Snoop. He acts like he was such a peaceful artist and Pac was stirring up trouble. Have you ever listened to the intro to The Chronic? This is the same guy that was on trial for murder. And I love, I love Uncle Snoop. But when it comes to Pac, there seems to be a lot of cat. But other than that, you know, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I thought the Billboard did a great job with this list. It's crazy that hip-hop is 50 years old. It was also crazy watching the 50-year celebration performance at the Grammys. It was also jarring. You can't see Rakim, Queen Latifah, Public Enemy on stage and then put Lil Baby and Gorilla up there. All due respect, it just seems like a terrible direction for hip-hop. But y'all already know how I feel about the state of the culture. Uh, which brings me to Drake. Again, Drake dodged a bullet with the X case and doesn't have to sit for a deposition. Uh, it, it would be hard to prove that Drake had a connection to X's death, to be honest. There's subliminals in songs like I'm Upset and BS. There's motive with X calling Drake out his name. I, I still think Drake is fucking... Like, I think he's, he's, he's not a man. I think he's a, a bitch. That's a bitch move. Disrespecting his mom. Hey, tell, tell Drake, mom, I want some tapioca pudding. <laughs> tell Drake, mom, I like my, my pudding tapioca. <laughs> and accusations of stealing his flow. Uh, Drake's having something to do with X's murder, however, is is a far reach, but those subliminals say a lot about a 30-something-year-old glorifying the death of a 20-year-old, no matter how you put it. But X wasn't a saint. He was wildly disrespectful when speaking about Drake's mom. When he was shot and killed in June of 2018, the Florida rapper was awaiting trial for a 2016 domestic abuse case involving a former girlfriend. He was charged by the Miami-Dade County State Attorney's Office with aggravated battery of a pregnant victim, domestic battery by strangulation, false imprisonment, and witness tampering. Uh, accusations that the alleged victim detailed in a January 2017 deposition. He pleaded not guilty to the charges and maintained his innocence up until his death. There was leaked audio of a conversation he was having where he did admit to beating her. And I'll play that now. She fell through on every occasion until now. Until I started fucking her up, bro. Playboy Cardi was also in the news this week for domestic violence. I've also noticed a disgusting trend with young kids, young boys hitting young girls. Uh, the comment sections are atrocious on these videos. It's like no one cares that boys are beating on girls. They're more concerned about race and who's right or wrong. First of all, it's never okay to resort to violence. Secondly, I'm just of the belief 
that men especially should not lay hands on women. Now, this isn't just a hip-hop thing, and this isn't just an American thing, but I find it alarming that domestic violence isn't denounced the way, let's say, being gay and free is. Shout out to the LGBTQ plus community. The homophobia hip-hop episode is coming. Domestic violence isn't denounced the way snitching is. For me, there's no room in society for men who put hands on women. It's uh, cowardly. It's disgusting. Period. Uh, man, these publications always figure out a way to get us talking about these lists, don't they? I wish they could figure out how to get us to vote, right? Uh, too soon? Okay. Uh, we complain about all these systems, though, and we choose not to participate. Like the Grammys. Artists don't get nominated, and it's like, did your team even submit your album? And how many of you in the industry sign up to vote? Be honest. Here are the qualifications to vote for the Grammys. Voters must be in good standing with their dues, which is $100 a month, as of this writing, I guess. As for who can become a Recording Academy member, uh, the official Grammy website states Recording Academy voting members are professionals with creative or technical credits on at least six commercially released tracks or their equivalent. Not bad. I mean, you, you can't say something doesn't work in your favor if you don't even participate. And, you know... That's all we have this week, and I will see you in the comments. Peace.